This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. This is This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod. I'm Paul Stevenson. Today is May the 18th and we'll start with sad news from this day in 1980 when Ian Curtis, the lead singer with Joy Division, committed suicide. Battling epilepsy and depression, Ian sadly chose to end his life on the eve of the band's first ever North American tour and just a couple of months before the release of their second record, Closer. Now, despite being such a short-lived group, their influence has since been hailed with debut album Unknown Pleasures regularly appearing on greatest albums of all-time lists in publications such as NME, Rolling Stone, All Music and Spin. Ian was just 23 when he died. On this day in 1980, drummer Peter Chris left Kiss. He was replaced by Eric Carr, but did return to the band in 1996. On this day in 1976, Warren Zevon's debut album was released. Produced by Jackson Brown, the self-titled record didn't sell very well, but it put him on track for sure. Elsewhere, 16-year-old Bruce Springsteen records for the first time when his band The Castiles cut two songs on this day in 1966. Bruce and the group recorded two songs that he'd written in the Brick Mall Shopping Centre in New Jersey. I'm hoping it was a studio and not just in the hallway because that would be pretty poor recordings. Anyway, speaking of recordings, on this day in 1964, the Animals recorded their version of House of the Rising Sun in a London studio. And you need to check out my interview with the Animals' John Steele on episode 63 of Vintage Rock Pod to hear all the stories from that song, the recording, and how it basically took them just a few minutes and much more about their success as well. It's a brilliant, brilliant listen. Check it out, episode 63. And today we also say a happy 74th birthday to keyboard wizard and all-round funny man Rick Wakeman. He was born on this day in 1949. But for today's main show, we're going to go back to the theme of hits being recorded on this day. Yes, on this day in 1966, the Hollies recorded the song Bus Stop. The band were already big favourites here in the UK, having had a string of hits and a number one single, but it was this track that burst them through in North America. It went to number one in Canada and number five in the US. It was also a big hit elsewhere as well, topping the chart in Sweden, hitting number two in Australia, three in New Zealand and Norway, and four in Ireland and the Netherlands. But the song wasn't written by the Hollies themselves, but rather a soon-to-be star in his own making. Now, I interviewed the Hollies lead singer, Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, Alan Clark, earlier this year. You can hear that on episode 83 of Vintage Rock Pod. And we spoke about this song and the rise of the man who wrote it. From 1963, uh, yeah. there was I think it was nine top ten singles in the space of just three years, one of them being a number one, I'm Alive. And then the cracking of America came with the hit Bus Stop in 1966. Now, it's a, an interesting story behind this one because it was written by a future star, 10cc's Graham Goldman, but he was only young at the time. Yeah, so was. tell us about that one. I wasn't there when Graham went to see it, uh, and uh, he he was he was like us, you know. He, he was lived in. A, well, I didn't see it, so I don't know whether it was a rough area or not. But the one thing that Graham said was that when he was introduced, to, he was this young kid, you know, he must have been about sixteen, you know, is this young kid was being like twenty two, whatever, and he said he just he, he just went this song that's. And I said, I'll have that one, I'll have that one. I mean, we, we chose Lutz and Winnie Window and Bus Stop. 
Um, there was another one called Schoolgirl, we, we did, which went out on one of the albums later on. And I prefer that to bus stop and to look through a new window. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, Graham's done really well on that song. I mean, that's one of the songs that's on the BBC playlist, you know, and it's been that there forever, which is and alongside of Ian Heavy is my brother and the yeah, air that I breathe. They seem to have forgotten about Gasoline, Halle Bread, and, you know, and all those sort of songs that, that went before that. But there you go. So it's all down there now in the vaults. You know, history is there. Yeah. Graham Gorman, yeah, and then he went on to be Ted Tennessee. Wonderful. I mean, great songwriter. And I'll be back tomorrow with more on this day, rock goodness. So until then, take care. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.